Hello and welcome to Capital Insights, a podcast offered by the WRA to discuss key advocacy issues that are important to property owners in the real estate industry. My name is Tom Larson, Executive Vice President of the WRA. Today's guest is Representative John Jagler, who's from Watertown and represents the 37th Assembly District. Representative Jagler is the chair of the Assembly Housing and Real Estate Committee and has been for the last two sessions. He also has recently announced his candidacy for the 13th Senate District, which was vacated by Scott Fitzgerald, who was elected to Congress in November. John, thank you for joining us and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for having me. Nice talking to you, Tom. Glad to be here. Uh, John, congrats on being appointed to your third term as chair of the Housing and Real Estate uh, Committee. I think that's, uh, you know, I think you're, you're running for some kind of a record. I don't know. We've had a chair for three successive sessions. You know, I'm thinking it, this might be my fourth, Tom. Is it really? Yeah, well, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, your streak is even longer than I thought. No, it's 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 one of my favorite committees to be on. The the issues, as as I mentioned to constituents when I talk to them about uh, the committee that I chair, it's like, look, this is an issue that affects everybody in Wisconsin. All of the issues. Um, there's not a lot of the political fighting that goes on. Uh, it's not a, a Democrat issue. It's not a Republican issue. When you talk about housing and, and making housing affordable and, and you know, a, a basic look at the how the state economy is doing as a barometer, you look at building and you look at how, uh, you know, the real estate market. And, and for me, it's it's a great insight into into how the state's doing as a whole. And, and I really enjoy working with 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 uh, the Realtors Association and, and the builders and, and everybody involved. Okay, John. First question. Yeah. As the as the chair for the uh, Assembly Housing Committee this session, what are your priorities going to be? Well, you know, you you talk around and just, just as a as a realtor myself in the Watertown area, um, you you know this and you you're hearing it every day. There's just a lack of housing. Uh, not only uh, you know, it used to be we got to get some more of those you know two hundred thousand dollar homes, those homes in that range, and now it's just, it just seems to be a, a lack of. Uh, inventory all over the board, and we, we've got to figure out ways to to do that and tap into that and and, and kind of uh, help out. And it's it's gonna it's gonna help everybody, and it's also gonna help out on the on the lo- folks on the lower end of the scale who are trying to get in the first time home buyers. The 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 market is skyrocketed. Some people are being priced out. We need to to work on affordability. Workforce housing has always been an issue. The report that the Wisconsin Realtor Association put out last year on, on ideas on improving uh, affordability and uh, improving uh, workforce housing. Uh, it, it needs to be expanded on and looked at again in ways of doing that. We touched on it a little bit last session, but my hope is that with that report now in the hands for, for over a year of some of the local uh, authorities and the municipal leaders who may quite honestly have been uh, or, or exacerbated the problem a little bit. Um, that that they may realize that they need to do some things on the local level that we don't necessarily can do in Madison, but they can do on their own end to improve their own affordability uh, issues. So that that's that's obviously uh, you know one of the keys that we're going to be looking at the next session. The other one is going back to some of the bills that unfortunately we passed in the assembly that never got home in the Senate because of uh, the COVID and the pandemic and all of the, the turmoil of the end of the legislative session that, that it caused. John, I, I think uh, realtors around the state are standing up and applauding uh, when you talk about housing inventory and affordability as being top priorities this year. Uh, wherever we go uh, around the state or 
not going anywhere these days, but whenever we talk to somebody from a different part of the state, they all mention that inventory is the number one issue. So uh, thank you for continuing to recognize that as, as a priority for the housing committee uh, moving forward. And you mentioned the bills that passed uh, last session and uh, it was three quarters of our legislative agenda and they didn't get acted upon by the Senate because of uh, COVID. And uh, you know, there's some, there were some dicey issues in there, John, that you were extremely influential in helping to uh, move and, and try to reach a compromise on that. You may remember that uh, uh, peers and flowages bill, which took, I can't remember how long that hearing was. It was about four hours and you really did a great job of, of uh, working with all sides and trying to find a good compromise, as well as issues like the uh, uh, home inspector bill which was very, again, very important to our membership. And again, I think your, your background as a realtor really helped us find a good place to get those bills to pass unanimously through the assembly. Well, the good news is, I mean, as you said, those were, were at times a, a little bit of, um, you know, conflict coming in, a little contentious at times. But the good news is we worked out uh, and did a lot of moving of, of the heavy work last session in the assembly in the committee and then uh, getting those to the assembly floor. So the, the good news is those bills are ready to go. I, I'm sure they're going to be a priority uh, among leadership. They're certainly my priority as a chair is to just re-rack, go through those issues. Uh, the, there were a lot of amendments that came because of the, the fine committee work. And that's the way the process works. Ideas get brought forward. Members have concerns, uh, organizations have concerns. They get hammered out in, in, on the committee level and then and get to the assembly. And, and that, that'll be a priority uh, right out of the chute for me is to get those bills, you know, they, they've already been vetted. Um, a lot of the, the groups that have uh, maybe some conflicting sides, th those sides have come together. And so, so a lot of the heavy lifting on those issues has already taken place in the assembly last session. And, and let's hope to, to quickly move them over to the Senate and, and bring them home and send them to the governor's desk. Um, one other issue, John, that I don't know that it's going to get to your committee because it's probably a budget issue, but it's one that, uh, again, the uh, real estate industry has identified as a top priority of this session. And I think uh, COVID has underscored the importance of, of broadband, of uh, connectivity, especially in rural areas. Wondering what your thoughts are on whether or not uh, there, there can be a compromise reached on broadband uh, not only between the assembly and Senate, but uh, with the governor as well. I sure hope so. You know, this, the broadband issues for a lot of us has been one of the top priorities every session. It has been for the last couple sessions for me. And, and finally, um, I, you know, the, through, because of COVID people working from home, people uh, having homeschooling and, and, and the, it, it's like an issue that all of a sudden just exploded on everybody's desk uh, in the Capitol throughout. Uh, you know, it was always just an issue that you may have seen some of the outstate legislators speaking about, you know, more than more than others, but now it's, it's on everybody's issue, not only just for, for those that already have some broadband, but also looking for some broadband competition too. You know, so it, it's, an, it's an issue that for a lot of us has been a priority, but now it's become an absolute, not a priority, it's a necessity. We've got to get this done. Um, there's going to be a lot of companies that even as the vaccines roll out and more and more of us are having it and are, are working back in an office setting, a lot of these companies are, are adapting and learning, wait a minute, we don't need to have that type of traditional setting anymore. So a lot of these jobs where people are working from home, 
they may never go back at least on a full-time basis into that setting. So we've got to make this a priority. And, and I think, like I said, this is now uh, on everybody's desk and I think everybody's recognized it. At least that's what I've uh, heard from members early on in this session as we were walking around on inauguration. What are you talking about? This, this is one of them. Well, uh, again, we're excited by the, the level of support we're hearing uh, from you and from others on this issue. It's interesting as we've talked to other potential stakeholders about this issue, the list continues to grow in terms of what groups would be interested. Everybody from you know, the medical community to K-12 education to uh, manufacturers and businesses and obviously homeowners and local governments as well. Yes, It's, it's looked upon as an economic development tool and a way for, for rural communities to compete with others. So uh, they are looking at as, as something as important as sewer, water, or uh, roadways in terms of necessary infrastructure. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the medical side of it. I mean, telehealth and, and, and the other options that are becoming available, that, that's gonna be another, another supporter to, uh, to the army of, of folks pushing for it, no doubt. Absolutely. Well, John, that has uh, that is the end of our podcast. We want to thank you for participating today, but most importantly, wanted to thank you for your your years of support, your support not only as a chair of the committee, but uh, your hundred percent voting record on our issues since you've been in the legislature. You're a frequent bill author of uh, WRA issues, so uh, we're thank we're thankful for all that, John. Well, I'm happy to do it. It's it's not only you know. Uh, the right thing to do for, for the industry. It's certainly the right thing to do for the state of Wisconsin on all these issues. And I look forward to, to being a leader, hopefully in the Senate as well. Well, we look forward to working with you uh, this session as, as uh, Assembly Housing Chair and hopefully with you as uh, the future Senate Housing Chair uh, the, for the remainder of this session. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for, for uh, tuning in today. And thank you for those of you who are RPAC supporters. We wouldn't be able to do what we do without you and uh, uh, your support and uh, help to elect people like John Jagler into office. So uh, thank all of you. 